What up, guys? This is David here on a interesting episode of Room 217. I got a special guest, my one of my old best friends, Mike, a.k.a. the Monkey Boy. Hello, guys. So he and I <clears throat> have been acting... Well, we took a break for a long time, but got back into it two years ago for the haunt industry. But he and I together combined, I'd say is about like 20 years experience really so we're i wouldn't call he and i like academy award winning actors but we've done it for so long that you know we've learned stuff we're actually learning newer stuff since we got back to it really cool stuff and um we just want to share with y'all you know some tips you know there's a bunch of people out there who you know are interested they walk through and they're like oh man that sounds like fun and they get thrown in a scene and it's different so you know we hope these will help y'all we'll try it we're trying our best you know i guess the first thing is you know like what is a horn actor i mean obviously you you know you get costume you get makeup a mask and you get thrown into a scene back when me and mike were doing it you pretty much were thrown into a scene and that was it. No direction really. Where nowadays it's like training, you know, is like a thing. Like it's a requirement. Like you have to have it. You know, like they didn't do that back in Chuchuba days, huh? No training. No, just get in the scene and just scare people. Yeah. So, see? Nothing special. Right. So that's, you know, that's what a scare actor is. Now the thing is... It's not for everybody. It's it's very demanding. It's very long. I mean, you're in a spot for at least three, four hours. You know, you're when you have the costume on, you're sweating because you're constantly moving, constantly, you know, interacting with people. So it, it gets tiring. It really does. But it's one of those things you have to want to do. And you have to have the passion. You don't. You don't just do it to do it. If you're just doing it to do it, then you're in the wrong, you know, thing. You really have to have a passion for it. Like, you know, there's a lot of nights where I'm really tired, but I push through it and I do it because it's a passion. I love it. I, as creepy as this sounds, like, I love the smell of fog. I love the sounds of people screaming. Like, it's music to my ears. I love it. I love that stuff, you know, so... But um, let's start our tips. <clears throat> so one of the first things we recommend for, you know, scare acting is create your character. You know, give it a name. Give it a voice. You know, does it talk? Does it just growl? Does it have an accent? You know, create it. You know, uh... Give a backstory. Create a backstory for your character. Know your character in and out. You know, you're the only person that knows that character. You know, study it, become it. Um, you know, any little thing about the character. If it's sensitive to smells, like if you are going up to somebody and they have like a fragrance, and if your background is they're sensitive to that, then you know, react to that. You know, be like, ah! You know, stuff like that, you know. 
Do you, you ever do that, Mike? Like create a background for your character? Oh yeah, I just uh, I won't act like myself. I act like that character and just move my body. Cause you can't just scare people and just think <clears throat> get scared. Just move your body in a weird way, and they don't like that. Right, right, and, and that. Or you could also just talk to yourself out of the blue, and they look at you like you're crazy anyway. So, <laughs> so you could also do that too. Yeah, that's a that's a big like recommendation. Which is shouldn't be that hard to do because mo- majority of people do talk to themselves sometimes. Yeah, some. Uh, I haven't actually tried that one yet, but I'm considering trying that like this year. Just kind of like you know, like or just, I don't know, talk crazy like oh, I should, you know, and just. Move your body and do some weird stuff that people look at you kind of like, that dude is insane. <clears throat> right. Which is, I'm glad you mentioned that. So, that's going to bring me to my next thing. This is one of the most important things about Scare Act. And I got introduced to this my first year uh, at New Orleans Nightmare. And <clears throat> they taught us something called string theory. This is something that I wish you and I would have got taught years ago. If, if knowing what we know now, you and I would have been like one of the best actors in a house back in the day, like no doubt. So, and what everybody's wondering, which string theory? So, pretty much, imagine the crowd that walks in. They are the puppeteers, and you're the puppet. Pick any body, any part of your body, you know, part of your shoulder, your arm, part of your leg. When they come in that room, they're pulling a string that's attached to that body part, and you're using that body part to react to it. You know, like if it's your leg, like drag that leg. If it's your arm, like kind of like move your arm in that motion towards it. But do other things with it. Like if it's your arm that's moving, you know, maybe turn your head, move your head with it. Maybe turn and try to bite your arm. But also move your legs in like a wobbly way. If it's your legs, you know, the same thing. Like move your arms weirdly. It may, I know it may sound crazy like, man, I'm going to look so stupid. Trust me, when you're a scare actor, the stupider you might think you look, the creepier it looks to the people like I mean if I see somebody <clears throat> say like it's not a haunted house it's like real life and <clears throat> I walk in the alleyway and see somebody doing this weird motion walk, running towards me I'm gonna get freaked out like what in the hell is going on like it works guys like I, I ain't gonna lie when they taught us that I'm like this sounds weird but it actually works and it and it's kind of fun I, it's like a dance to me like you do these weird moves and you kind of feel like you're dancing, but it's because I'm so into like the character, like it's it's like a comfort zone, really. So that's important. I would definitely give that a shot. Um, next, know your room, and I mean know it. You know, when you get your spot, go in your room. And, you know, feel it. Study it. Of course, most importantly, know where your fire exit is and your fire extinguisher Mm -hmm. is. Yeah. That's more important. Yeah, we get tested nightly for that. But, like, feel your room. Like, look, you know, look for, like, 
you know, where you can land at, you know. Or what can I scare people the most, mm -hmm. either this side or in the front <clears throat> or whatever. That's right. what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. and... That's the only way you go in the scene. And you got to know your room. And you got to know where to go to uh, scare people and mm -hmm. all, so... Another reason why you want to know your room is because once it's showtime, lights are out. You have very, very dim light. Sometimes you have hardly any vision because they might have fog. You can have sound. That's all going to throw you off. You got to let your eyes and, and your mind adjust. So know your surroundings. Like if it's really foggy, know where, you know, when the people come in, where to go, where you won't run into them or run into something that's going to hurt you or anybody. Because that's, you know, safety's big. You don't want to hurt yourself or anybody walking through. You know, look out for any like like any pokey things that you know need to be fixed, or you know something that ain't like a nail, but that can poke well, and hurt. If you. the fog machine's kind of messy, messed up, you tell somebody, hey, somebody needs to check that out, mm -hmm. or a piece of wood's laying down on a nail, right? Which it happens sometimes. <clears throat> right. I mean, can't catch. You know, it, it happens. And do not touch that fog machine. They. Look, they they have the fog machines set up for a reason, you know, for the effect. So, trust me, if whatever fog's in there, they know what they're doing. So, mm -hmm. you know, find your pop-up pop spots, like Mike said. That's Or if you know where to pop out at, that might, might help you be a better actor. Just do it and see how it goes. Absolutely. you never know, it might work. Absolutely. Absolutely, indeed. And look, once so another thing, when, once you're in makeup and costume, you know, roam around your room, feel it while you're in character, and try to put everything, the string theory, your background story, your studying of the spot, put it all together. Like, I, I'm like a light switch. Once I'll practice at home, but it's not the same as being in character. When I get in the room, I'm like a light switch. When they're coming in, I'm on. But when they're, you know, when I when I could turn it off, I could turn it off. Some people do different things. Some method act, you know. But some are like. But me. if it's your first time doing it, just <clears throat> do it and see how it goes. Right. In your costume and <clears throat> and just feel around. Right. Because once the uh, lights go out, it's a different story. Mm -hmm. Do you have any like like things you do to like? get you pumped up like to be be into the character well i listen to my music and uh drink energy drinks well i mean energy drinks is not good for you but no <laughs> it, it gets you hyped up and all and i just <clears throat> scaring people it gets me hyped up that's the main focus right and just thinking about it makes me want to do it more there you go that's a good point thinking about it thinking and watching horror movies so much since i was a kid it's puts that in my mind and I maybe I should act that person in that movie and see how it goes and sometimes it works out there you go yeah that's a good that's some good advice for y'all you know I look I go in and it's 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 hard to explain for me I just become it like something takes over it's weird and sometimes I ain't gonna lie I do what I call is the Brock Lesnar where if just go look up Brock Lesnar, like when he's walking out on the stage and he does this jump, like he's about to really fuck somebody up. 
I do that sometimes, and that gets me hyped. Like you know, yeah, like let's do this, man. And it just it just happens. Like don't be yourself. <clears throat> just put that. Be yourself on that side, and just be that yeah, monster. Be, be something that you're not. That's what's the most fun about this. You're being something that you are not. Like, I'm not really a monster. I'm not really a serial killer. Mm-hmm. Majority of the people that are acting in Hollywood, that's, a, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. They don't be themselves. Right. Exactly. Which is very scary in most parts. Most parts. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's some good advice, man. But, uh, you know, try it. See what happens, you know? You never know. Um, you know, getting hyped. <clears throat> so when you're open, there's some things you want to avoid. Number one, keep cell phones away. Put them up. Especially flash yes. light and all. <clears throat> that's very important because <clears throat> you don't want to blonde people like going in and out. Right. Now, there are going to be some people that are walking through. They're going to take photos. They're going to take videos. And we know that's a big no-no. But some haunts, you know, you can't catch everybody. But they like the publicity. So, you really, you can't just grab the phone and, like, throw it and be like, oh, you can't do that. now." That's, I know that's what a lot of people want to do because it is aggravating. It's like, how dare you film me while I'm, you know, not supposed to be seen like this. But... You can't just grab people's phones, guys. Like, you find a manager or a cop and report it, you know? <clears throat> no touching either. Yeah. Yeah, but no cell phones, guys. Keep it away at all times. I mean, come on. If I walk in and Freddy Krueger is tweeting, it's not going to look right, you know? And Although... Watch, and watch your language, too, so... Yeah, right. They, they usually got kids coming <clears throat> through and they don't want to hear that and the parents might say something well language i don't even think it's allowed in most haunts really now another thing i forgot to mention improv that is another key thing you want to do improv guys like it's it's not easy i'm not gonna lie it's not for everybody but if you think real hard you could come up with some really cool stuff because when they walk through they they're gonna break you. They want to break you. They want to break you out of character. So you have to be ready. You have to have a comeback. And yeah. sometimes my somebody might ask you, "Hey, you can do something different and be a better better actor." And you just take their advice and just see how it goes. Because you mm-hmm. never know; it might work. <clears throat> or you might tell them for advice, and and it don't matter. Just listen. You don't have to be a butthole about it, but just listen, see how it goes. Because sometimes. When I first did the nightmare, uh, I didn't know what to do and all, because so, it's been a while, but they showed me different things, and I actually did it, and it worked out. So, just listen to people, and they'll give you good advice. That's weird that you said that. That was going to be, that was the very next thing on my list. I'm not even kidding. Was if, you know, any kind of management approaches you and gives you, like, tips, advice, don't don't be a dick to a man. Look, there, I get it. There are there are some people in the haunt industry that are dickheads. Luckily, where me and Mike work, we work with like the coolest people ever. Like they're cool, they're pretty laid back. Mm-hmm. They, you know, as long as you abide by the rules, you're fine. And 
they want to help you. They want you to get better. And just listen to them. There's a reason why they're above you. They know what they're doing. I mean, me and Mike returned two years ago. And yes, he and I are technically veterans in a trade. We've done it years ago, but things are so different and we've been so out of place that there's a lot of things that we saw differently that they taught us. And it's like, wow, I never realized that. So listen to their advice. They're, they're only trying to help, man. And when, look, they're going to tell you, if you don't want to do it, just don't do the advice. You know, don't, don't try to argue with them. Just don't do it. Because what's going to happen is, you know, you're just going to, you know, do you or they're going to see you not taking advice and not working out. And they might be like, all right, we're going to put you in this scene and see how you work. I mean, Mike, you got moved, what, two or three times till finally they were like, yeah, this is your But spot. guess what? I'm having fun. That's all that matters. Right. They, it doesn't mean they don't like you in that scene. They just want you to see what you can do right. to be better in another scene. And if you just do exactly. it right, then... <clears throat> and that's all it was. Mike, he wasn't doing bad. They just like, I want to try you here. Cause and it happens sometimes because a lot of people quit or they mm-hmm. don't just don't have time to do it. But when they put you in that scene, just knock it out and do the best you can. I think it's also like they see you do something and they're like, huh, I wonder what he would be like in there and, and that's just, like any job you go to you don't have to be a haunted house it could be anything mm-hmm. and you just go for it and you can do it just don't say you can't do it you can do it anything absolutely man so another don't guys do not wear any kind of nice smelling colognes and perfumes if you're supposed to be a filthy butcher in like a kitchen scene. It's not very scary. Well, you know, seeing a, a guy in a pig mask that smells like, you know, cologne. <laughs> I'm laughing because my wife, Erica, in the background, yell out Jacquard Noir. It's an inside joke. <laughs> but, like, that's not scary. Like, like I'm not going to be like, ha! Ah! Oh, you smell good. Like, no. I want you... Now, I'm not saying don't wear deodorant. Please wear deodorant. That doesn't mean we need you to smell like... But strong perfume and cologne. Right. No, no. We don't need you to smell like ass and B.O. I mean, we might actually stink at the end of the night because we're sweating. But wear deodorant. That's all you need to wear. You don't need to spray yourself because you're not supposed to smell like that. You know? It's That's, you know, simple as that. Another don't, um, this is something that I've actually watched videos of people saying, don't yell out, don't yell, get out. <laughs> it's it's old school and lame. Don't yell, get out. That's that's one of the most unoriginal things. I mean, they paid to get in and you want them to get out already? <laughs> and it's just unoriginal. Like, I'd pop out and be like, get out! Like, you know... Like Mike said, he watches horror movies. Like, watch some stuff. Study. Like, you know, it don't even have to be a or horror movie. Or you can movie. just watch anything. Or you can think of anything. Just write it down right. and see if you can act well, it. Perfect example. I was a clown last year. The only clown. And as they were leaving the tunnel, I was doing this dance. And I'm not lying. I based my dance off of Joaquin Phoenix's dance from Joker. Which isn't a horror movie, and that's what I based it. So it don't even have to be a horror movie. Like, base your actions out of anything. 
you know just study stuff you know come up with stuff when you're in a scene do more than one thing the only reason you want to do that is to see what works and that way you're not doing the same thing all night like me and erica went to a halloween horror nights uh years back it was our first one and they had a shine and haunt and this poor guy i swear the whole night all he did was pop out and yell out great party isn't it because he was supposed <laughs> to be uh the guy from the shining that it's probably very annoying to do the same thing do different stuff see what works and if it all works then just mitts it up like yeah i feel like doing this nets or who knows you might see somebody all right away and be like ah i'm gonna do that you know so tr- you know try that out guys uh another don't don't scream or yell in people's ears that one it's annoying and two you can actually damage their eardrum you know, there are loud stuff in there that's loud enough to where it won't damage anything. And I mean, I know they do have warnings about loud stuff, but when you're really, really close to somebody's ear like that, don't do that, guys. That I don't want that happen to me, you know? Uh, let's see. Don't change sets. Don't touch props in your scene. That's why they have set designers. They, they're a reason. But Don't. if you see a prop that's not in the right place or it's broken, let a manager know. Because if you don't <laughs> tell nobody and a customer gets hurt, that's going to be your fault. Right. Just let people know that's all you need to do. Exactly. That's they like any job you go to. If you see something broken, let them know. Exactly. And they'll fix it that day. They will come in. Mike just said it. They will come in and they will fix it. No worries. You know? Uh, so another big dunk, guys. Um so, in any, any kind of industry, entertainment, you're not going to be able to please everybody. So, reviews, there's going to be some bad reviews. Don't ever respond to a negative review. Don't defend the haunt. Now, trust me, the haunt respects that you want to defend them. I mean, that's our turf. They understand that, but when you defend it, you make the haunt look bad. And then you make yourself look bad. Not every tour that you see you want to get scared. But one of those tours you might scare them and they're going to go, I like that. And they're going to review it as, I like that haunted house. Mm-hmm. But some places might, oh, I'm, I didn't get scared at all. Right. Doesn't mean you did bad. You just didn't get scared. It's not a big deal. Right. You're not going to scare every single person in the haunted house. Right. And that happens to me a lot. And it don't hurt me. I'm having fun. You seriously read my fucking notes before we started this? That's the next thing I was going to talk about. This dude knows nothing that we were going to talk about. I just invited him like, hey, you want to do a podcast about trying to, you know, give tips for new scare actors? He's like, yeah, sure. And this motherfucker's legit reading, like, saying shit I'm about to say. It's like he's reading my mind. Like, that's creepy. And that's what I was going to say next is... Don't get discouraged. If, look, you're not going to scare everyone, guys. I'm one of those people. If I walk through, if you scare me, you really did a good job. Like, you, bravo. Because it's hard. Mainly because, you know, I worked in the industry. Or I watch horror movies. Don't get discouraged. You're not going to be able to scare 
everybody. Just like I said earlier, change your stuff up, see what works, you know? Just try, man. You Trust me, you will get some scares, I promise. There will be somebody that is the biggest wimp in the world and... And I'm not even gonna lie to y'all. Like guys are the biggest wimps. Not just—it's not really girls; it's guys. So don't get discouraged. You're gonna get some scares, and you're gonna have fun. Uh, so here's a big—here's a big one. When you're popping out to scare, don't jump in front of people. Always jump from the side or the back because. You want to move the line forward. You don't want to move it backwards. One, it's a fire, it's a fire hat safety thing. You want to move them forward. And two, you you're gonna have people behind them, you know, coming. So they don't want people. You don't want people coming in and then there's a line backing up. You're like, oh, what's going on in there? No, move them forward, guys. Move them forward. You want like they're scared to me is probably the middle <clears throat> part. Absolutely. They got a group of people, and they, and you see the first person wait to the first one pass, and maybe to the middle, and just do it. <clears throat> yep, and that's the best part. <laughs> and they will move forward. Trust me, move them forward. Um, if you see somebody who is like terrified to where they're turning pale, don't be on them more than maybe like five seconds. Then move on. Mm-hmm. You did your job. Even though I am one of those people where. You're terrified and cried. I did my job. You paid me to do what I'm going to do. So I hope you go home going, trying to go to sleep and I'm in your mind. So I will go after you. Yeah, and sometimes you get a... Like, I know this sounds weird, but sometimes when you've done it for song, you just get a sense. You know who to go to. You just know it. It's I know it sounds weird, but I promise. It's, at least to me, it's a thing. So don't jump in front. Moving forward. Um, watch out for troubled guests. You know, there's a lot of drunk people that walk through. Mm-hmm. Hi, people. Watch out for troubled guests. Do not take matters in your own hands. If, like, I get it. If they, you know, attack you, that's assault. But if you attack them, that's also assault. Go find a manager or a cop, somebody that's close by. But when you find them, pay attention to the troubled person. No clothing, what they look like, you know, Description. I mean, you know, you got to know so that when you go find them, they'll know who to go grab and they can escort them out. So very important, guys. And so this is something a lot of new people might have trouble with. Know the difference between a scared punch and a real and a actual punch. What I mean by that is when you pop out to scare somebody... They have like that reflexes. No, they get scared and move their arms, and sometimes they'll right. hit me in my face. But right, apparently they're not doing that on purpose. If they you, just get scared. Exactly. If you scare them and they accidentally like slap you, you, I know it sucks. You got slapped. Look, I've gotten slapped so many times. Hell, I almost got decked in the face five times. I got last kicked year. in the face a couple times. I got kicked in the balls. Well, the kicking in the balls was actually my fault. I instigated it, but. Yeah, we're not going there. Um, but it's gonna happen, man. You just gotta take one for the team. You know, just know the difference. Don't don't go right. Oh, he slapped me and get him in trouble. He didn't mean it. Now, if he does mean it, you're gonna know. Trust me, you will know. Especially by vocal what they say. 
and then they punch you, then that's when you get the description and you get them out. Because obviously, they they shouldn't be walking through stuff like this. And don't wait a long time and report it. Do it right away. Right away. I know it's Even if you got to leave your scene, just do it. Because it's right. worth it. And look, guys, if you ever have to leave your scene, make sure you communicate with everybody around you. That way, you know, it, even if you got to go to the bathroom for five, <clears throat> five minutes, let it, somebody know, and exactly. they'll they'll even tell everybody else, "Hey, that dude, they're going to the bathroom." Exactly. Just communication. <clears throat> communication is key, man. It really is. So you know, watch out for trouble guests. Man, I think that's about all the don'ts, really. So moving on with the don'ts. We're gonna go back to my long laundry list of list of bullshit. You know, listen for your for cues, man. Some scenes, you know, have cues. Some don't. You have to be prepared. Like Mike mentioned earlier, talking to yourself. That's perfect. Talking to yourself when they walk in, and you're gonna look crazy. Um, another thing, you know, do stuff before they walk in. Back in the day, I'm not going to lie, when people would walk in, I was standing there watching them walk in, and as they got closer, I was like, action. Now that I'm a haunt actor after all these years, I realize that was the worst thing to do ever because you kind of want... Imagine you're like a Disney World ride where you're an animatronic and you're constantly moving. That's what you want to look like. When they walk in, the scene's already... Going, it's and you know they're gonna come because you hear their voices mm -hmm. and their foot footsteps. And when you hear footsteps, that means <clears throat> get ready and get set. Yeah, because they will. They coming in, right? Like, do like get on the ground, start shaking crazy, pretend you're digging something up. You know, start moving your arms, man. The 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 string theory, and then when they get closer, like get closer to them. I know some things I've read into. They want you to stay back a couple feet. Which avoids swinging guests right. that want to swing at you. Um, yeah, with COVID and all, it's probably not a good idea to get too, too close to people right now. I ain't going to lie. I, I, I'm usually one of those people that I'm going to get as close to you as I could. Not in your face to where I can breathe in you, but close mm -hmm. enough. You know, so beware. Because you don't want to get too close and accidentally bump into somebody. Remember, like I said earlier, know your surroundings. Gets dark in there, so know where you can be your marks you know and another good advice guys if you have more than one person in the scene like this goes back to the improvisation tag team people me and a good friend of mine uh from the haunt we tag team people and it worked out great we made somebody shit themselves doing that first time i ever did that in my life impressive um Somebody could be a distractor while you're ready to pop out. I I know some people are like, being the distractor sounds boring. Man, make it fun. Being the distractor is great because when, yeah, the person that's going to pop out is going to do the scares. But when you realize you contribute to that scare, that's a wonderful feeling. It's brilliant. And it works. Hell, switch it up. Have them be the distractor and you be the pop-up. You know, mix it up. It just works, guys. Ah, so let's see. Um, yeah, I'm going through my notes, guys. Sorry, because this is a lot of shit. But we're, I think we're getting close to the end. So how about, uh, let's see. Ba -da 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 -da. 
And Mike, why don't you get some advice while I'm going through the list? No, like, I don't know, anything that comes on top of your head. Well, as far as trash goes, um, I know some haunted house will tell you, hey, bring you some water because <clears throat> it's going to get hot, or if you're hungry, bring a snack. But at the end, before the end of the day, just clean your mess up. Because sometimes they got wires all over, and then something might catch on fire and might, you might damage something. So always clean your mess. Plus, people could trip, too. That's a right. tripping hazard. Huh? I was going to save that for last, but since you mentioned that, that is on here. We'll go through that. Health things. Um, stay hydrated, guys. Bring water or, like, Gatorade, flavored water, Powerade. You know, stay hydrated. Um, Mike mentioned energy drinks earlier. So when it gets late into the season, you're going to be very tired. Like, it's exhausting, especially when you start working hell weekend. You work it every night. And always eat a good meal. Yes. Always eat a good meal before you go. Trust me. But, so yeah, if you're getting tired, all right, I don't want to recommend energy drinks because that is the worst thing for you. But at the same time, you have to have energy. So, best drinks would probably be water, body armor, which is like a... That stuff is like good, a yeah. juice, yeah. But they got most of them have low sugar in it, and mm-hmm. I recommend you drinking that. Yes. But if you just want to drink hot coffee, uh, I won't recommend you that doing that. Guys, some people don't like coffee. Well, it's not just that, but you get in the costume, you're gonna sweat even more. Unless it's cold outside, but then, drinking know. water is probably the best option, <clears throat> right? Um, yeah, look, I ain't gonna lie, I drink more energy drinks than I drink a year during the haunt season. I drink it if I really need it, and it will give you that energy boost, it will, but at the same time, it is gonna wear your ass out at the end of the night. You're gonna, you're gonna crash on that bed and dream about those scares you did all night. So it's not, it's not the best recommendation, but... Be smart when it comes to you're tired and need a boost, guys. Don't do drugs. Don't go snort coke. And always sleep really good. Get lots of rest, yes. Be smart about it, guys. I mean, there might be stuff out there that I don't know about that's healthy and good for an energy boost. I mean, by all means, you know, if it's safe, go for it. But be safe and, you know, mindful about it. So, and I did look on the list here. Another good thing about in your scene that will enhance your character, props and contacts and monster teeth. That'll enhance a character. I actually have not done monster teeth yet. I'm actually I have a friend who's just learned how to make them and I'm going to probably be doing that this year to enhance it. All that works, man. Like, you know, they see that teeth and like, "Oh," and then like a prop, of course you want to give a manager first and be like, "Hey, can I have this?" And sometimes it works; it enhances the character, freaks people out. I was a clown last year, and I had come up with all this goofy lines, and then I realized I don't need lines, man. I legit got my old bike horn from when I did haunting years ago, and I just blew that and laughed, and it freaked the hell out of people, especially when I just would. Go around the corner and get them from the other side. Freak them out. So, 
that's something that will enhance your character too. But get always get with management when you want to, you know, add stuff. Even if it's just a small <clears throat> thing like hands. Yeah. And you buy it online, just ask them. Exactly. And big deal. I don't know how haunts operate today. Most of them supply costumes and makeup like ours oh, yeah. do, which is awesome. Me, I mean, back in the day when me. I was there, we had to buy your own costume, mm, man. Yep. Which wasn't really a big deal because costume back in the day were actually cheap. Mm-hmm. Now they kind of like up up in the air. Yeah. And to give you all some good advice, guys, if you work in a haunt where you have to supply, supply your own costume... My best advice is know somebody who sews and don't go buy those costumes like at Party City and Spirit. Go, um, oh, the wife wants. If they're a female and they have to supply their own costume. Hold on, guys. The Sheen website, S H I E N. You can get like ball gowns, stuff like that from under 100 bucks there. You can get like. S H I E N. Okay, so Okay, so Erica said um in the background that there's a website I just spelled it out S H I E N. Okay, it's for females only. So female they have female clothes that she says is pretty cool and not over 50 bucks. So there you go. There's a recommendation. It needs to be altered and stuff. It's fine. They're only paying 50 bucks for it. Most stuff's cheaper. Okay, she said most stuff are cheaper. So that's a recommendation for you guys. I was going to recommend thrift stores. Thrift stores are very, very cheap. Um, Think about it. If you're going to be like a dead zombie coming out of the grave, man, go to the thrift store and buy a suit. Get old clothing, just tear it off, and there you go. Put some holes in it. Exactly. Get a pair of scissors and just cut it, or you use your hands. There you go. So, like, you know, go see if you have some old clothes in, uh, you know, in your house or the attic or something. It's cheap. It's cheaper, and it just, when you add stuff to it and make it your own design, it, it just, it looks so much authentic. It really does. Now, obviously, if you're like a druid, supposed to be like an evil druid in a cave, then, yeah, go buy a little druid hooded costume. Perfect. But something you can come by cheaper with it. You know, you know, because some haunts, I'm sure you still have to supply your own costume and makeup. I mean, you can get makeup anywhere. You know, if you got to make fake blood, if you want to make fake blood and it tastes good and edible, chocolate syrup, corn syrup, and red food coloring. Sticky as shit, but man, is it delicious. Nothing like spitting out fake blood in front of somebody and making them puke. Oh, have you done it? If you didn't like a, um, a scene where you gotta move your body in a chair, like you're in the shocker scene or whatever. <clears throat> Use some um that medicine stuff that um that makes you Alka-Seltzer. Oh, the foam yeah, stuff. Yeah, foam stuff. Yeah. That okay. actually, I actually did that a couple of times at uh, Chinchuba a couple of times, and it actually worked. And people got freaked out about it. So that's another scare you could do. Okay. Yeah. Or just bang on the wall or move the bars. Anything that you see that's around you, just do it. Man, go crazy in that scene. Don't go too crazy where you're going to hurt yourself or somebody. Go crazy, guys. That's that's like the main keys. Yeah. 
What about you, Mike? Is there anything else you can think of that is great advice for people? Um, just be a different person and stay hydrated and just have fun. That's <clears throat> all it is. Definitely, man. And look, I'm probably not even mentioning everything, single thing. It's hard. Like, I had a list here, and I'm pretty sure I went through this whole list. You know, another thing that helps, guys, YouTube videos. I've watched YouTube videos. I've been watching YouTube videos to kind of... I'm trying to I'm trying to get better at movements. That's the thing that I'm trying to do this season is get better at movement. The uh, point is, um, if you hurt in the scene and it, if it's bad or not bad, just tell somebody. <clears> They'll right. intend to it. Oh, another thing, guys. Just thought is knee pads. Knee pads are your best friend because the hard floor is not a your no. favorite friend. No, it will hurt your knees bad. You will scrape them up. Knee pads. Look, you can go to like Walmart Academy and get like fifteen dollar knee pads. Amazon's probably got them. Knee pads, guys. Mm-hmm. Especially if you want to do like some floor movement stuff. People get freaked out by that shit. Like, if something's on the floor, especially if you start on the floor and then rise up, that's great. Yes, knee pads. That, oh, I cannot stress, you know. And look, if you have a small moment downtime, you know, hurry up, get you a sip of water, sit for a sec. Because you're going to be on your feet for a long time. You're and gonna... one thing about shoes, I know it's not a big deal, but don't not wear colorful shoes. <clears throat> like Black. Black is the best option. Don't know wear white or purple or whatever. Wear black. That's actually a recommendation, I think, for all haunts, really. They want you to wear black pants and black shoes, which I get it. You want to camouflage that, you know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. And God, you could go to you go to a thrift store and get a cheap pair of black pants. Or Walmart sells black pants for like $10. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, that's a good one, Mike. Very good one. Black shoes. And again, you can go to Walmart and get cheap pair of black shoes. I actually need to get a new pair of cheap black shoes because the ones I have are not meant to, like, jump on top of railings. That was a big mistake last year. That hurt my feet big time. But there are plenty of tips out there, guys. Like I said, me and Mike, we're not... I'm not going to consider myself like a greatest actor. I definitely consider myself more decent than what I used to. So, I mean, we're... We've been in the game for a while. We're learning We're learning stuff. So, we're still learning. But, you know, we feel that we have enough information that could help, you know, new people. Because I get it. You're new. You, It's like you're blindfolded. You're going into a, an environment you're not used to. You don't know what to do. You don't know how much fun it is. You don't know if you're going to have fun doing it. And you're not going to have everybody to, you know, help you. I mean, let's face it. It's like any kind of theater, entertainment. There's always going to be drama and assholes. Best thing is to avoid it. You know, and you might But surround you with friends. And when you talk to them and they interact with you, then... Right. Talk to them. Be respectful. Be helpful. Like, if there's any, you know, veterans out here, listen, like, be helpful. Some new guy comes, or new girl comes and, like, hey, what should I do? Give them some advice. What you think, you know? You were them once. Put yourself in their shoes. The problem is when people get bigger, they forget where they came from and they become assholes. 
Don't be that. Not in this industry. Mm-hmm. Think about where you came from, guys. Help them out. Because haunted housing, the actors, it's not... Yeah, nowadays it's, it is a job or it's a volunteer thing. It's not even that if you're passionate for it. It's a family thing. You are a family, so treat them like as if it's a brother or sister or a cousin. Help them out. You know, y'all are family. You you want to be you want you want to click in a haunt. You want to be scary. You know, you want every scene to work, freak people out. So, you know, this is this is the best advice we could get. I I truly hope it, you know, anybody who's new or has been doing it and don't, never realized any of this stuff. I hope it helps. I really do. I hope we I hope me and Mike inspired a bunch of y'all helped y'all out because that's why we did this and you know plus we also love this and want to talk about it you know so what about you mike what are you trying to improve this year what what do you feel like you need to improve just uh different acting tactics what can i do to be a better actor and just making new friends well what's what's most what's the most important technique you think you need work on like for Mm -hmm. me me, it's the movement. I, I need to work on that movement better, I think. Well, maybe part of that is probably the moving part and how to do it the right way mm-hmm. without hurting yourself. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Because let's say, say if, you, if you jump on the floor without pads, you, you, you fucked up. But if you jump on the floor with pads, uh, you still might fuck up. But you got to do it right so you don't Mainly it's probably for the movements. Even though I can move my body and dance, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. But moving your body and scaring people, I need to work on that. Right. I mean, and I ain't going to lie, too. The other thing that I need to work on is my vocal. Like, I need to do. I need to work on my voice. One, I cannot stand my voice. I will probably not re-listen to this podcast honestly because i cannot stand my voice it's out there people are going to listen to it and i'll let them judge and don't scream so loud and scare people just go oh! and that's all you gotta do you really don't want to scream too too loud because you're gonna lose your voice by the end of the night you'll get it back the next night but it sucks to lose your voice uh, the advice i have for y'all is one that i haven't figured out in 20 years they always say uh, use your diaphragm. I still yet to figure out how the fuck I do that, but that's what they always say. And go on YouTube and like they have like vocal techniques. Some do like that, ha 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 ha, like stuff like that. You know, I try not to scream. You know, I'm I'm horrible at accents. I wish I can do better accents. I think I can do improv. I think I have improv down pat. I'm okay with that. Um, I just need to work on like the vocal thing, like because mm-hmm. I cannot stand my voice. I think I have a horrible voice. Sometimes so. I can use my voice from deep, and then at the end of the day, I don't lose my voice because yeah, I'm I used think, to. I think that's the diaphragm. You figured out how to do that, apparently. Yeah, how do you do that? Is there a way you could describe that? Well, you just do it and see how it goes and see if it works. <laughs> and sometimes it might work. That doesn't help me, but I'll, you know, yeah, know. If you're screaming and for no reason, then, yeah, you're going to lose your voice. Just do it from the bottom. (laughs) Yeah, I did that a lot last year. 
Like, you know, play with your voice, man. Like, record yourself, listen to it, video yourself. Video yourself, video yourself movement, you know? And I know most phones has that, so just record yourself yeah. and see how make, it goes. Make TikToks. There you go. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> find your voice. I'm, I'm, I ain't going to lie. I'm still trying to find mine. Um, I'm not sure what I'm going to be doing this year. I have an idea. I'm not going to say, but if it's where I'm going to be, which I'm pretty excited for, all I really need to do is, like, growl. So pretty much I'm just going to be like, Bleh. Like all night. So I can do growls and noises. I mean, you know, I just can't do the vocal stuff. I need work on that. But I'm trying, man. I'm I'm get I'm 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 gonna get better at it. And the number one rule I'm gonna leave you guys with always stay in character. No matter what. If somebody walks in and they know you, stay in character. I, my first, when I came back, I had so many people like, oh, David, David, and I acted like I didn't know him. Stay in character. That's what your your job is. Always stay in character. Be prepared for them to break you. Stay in character. And you'll be fine. Look, anybody that's new to this, you're going to be fine. You're the same thing happens every year. The first week, opening weekend, there's over like 300 people. That following weekend, we lose maybe 100 to 150 of those people. And usually it's, you know, they work the weekend and they realize they can't do it. I mean, look, where me and Mike works, we have no AC. And we, we work in Louisiana. It's fucking hot. So you really have to be passionate and just get used to it. But... Me and Mike work jobs where we sweat to death as it is, so we're already used to it. It's just a little cooler because it's at nighttime. So, I mean, it might be for you, it might not. If it's not for you, like I said, get out because, yeah, get out. That's when I'll tell you, get out because <laughs> it's just not for you. You know, leave it for the people that can do it and want to do it. Just say some creepy shit out of, out of the blue. Mm-hmm. And hey, if it's not for you, that's okay. You know, support it still. Go, you know, share the thing. Go to it. Going to it is the biggest support ever. You're paying us to do what we do, scare you, and you're keeping us in business. The haunt industry is a big business. Like, it's bigger than it was years ago. It's bigger, and it's more advanced. Like, it's no longer black walls and black tarps. It's now, like, I'm one of those guys that looks around to detail. Detail is amazing. Just bring anybody, your family, your cousin, whatever. Bring anybody. Mm-hmm. Even bring strangers or just post it on Facebook. Right. So, anything lastly you want to add, Mike, that you could think of? Mm, not on top of my head, no. I got nothing either, man. That's... That's it, guys. That's that is me and Mike, aka the Monkey Boys, tips of scare acting in the haunt industry. So, we hope y'all enjoyed this special, and we hope anybody who listens, who wants, who's interested, you take our advice, and we hope it helps. You know, I truly hope we help somebody. That was the key. But anyway, me and the Monkey Boy are checking out of room two seventeen. So peace out, homies. Yep. See y'all later. <laughs> Hmm. That was fun. Just talking about it was fun.